Welcome to PR360, a weekly public relations podcast where we bring on the best and brightest minds in the PR industry. We discuss the important topics that you need to know. Tune in every Wednesday to find out. Hosted by Brett Dicer and in partnership with Global Results Communication. Find more information on globalresultspr.com. And welcome to a new episode of PR360. And I'm your host, Brett Dice. If you please subscribe to PR360 on all your favorite podcasting apps and leave a five-star review if you like this podcast. And if not, let us know how we can do better. But this week we're talking about wellness, wellness communication, like the things that we all actually are really starting to care about during like after the pandemic and everything, we all care about our wellness and fitness, but with me is Kelly Lamb and she is a wellness expert and the founder of the whole purpose offering individuals and corporations an innovative approach to physical and emotional well-being through mindful wellness and purposeful communication. She said years in corporate America and she finally was like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do my own thing, which a lot of us are like, that sounds like a good idea every once in a while. <laughs> We are glad to have her on the show. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate you having us, Brett. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate all the diverse communications that we can get. But first question I ask all my guests is, are you a coffee or tea drinker? Okay. Um, I'm drinking coffee right now, but I had a cup of green tea before this. So I'm a coffee and tea drinker. Ah, you're, you're, the, you're the either or whichever's better. Exactly. Or I thought I'd be fine with a cup of tea this morning, then realized I'm still really tired after the holidays. So I had to go to a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my second right now. So I'm, I'm with you on there that. So I'm, I mean, I, I try to only do about three a day and usually I've only do two, but sometimes it's like, well, I just need that third cup of coffee. Uh, I agree. And it's a little overcast right now, and we're coming off of a 4th of July weekend, so everyone's a little extra tired. It's just a hot mix. <laughs> it's true. And I gave a brief summary of your expertise. Can you give our listeners a little bit more about what you do? Yes, uh, we do corporate uh, wellness and corporate events. Uh, I was in uh, commercial real estate for years, uh, director of marketing and new business from architectural design company, and decided to leave to start my own journey. And this is it. We go to corporations nationwide and teach all types of wellness. So whether it's mindfulness, exercise classes, meditation, you name it, we do it. Team building. Um, what I have found is my favorite part of it is the event side. So what we really pr are promoting right now and working hard is to create corporate events that have a wellness take to them or a wellness spin. So not just your standard little... <laughs> Sorry, I have a six-year-old in the background. Uh, not your standard little, uh, you know, let's get some food from the neighborhood store and bring it over for lunchtime, but have Whole Purpose come in and we do a great catering with awesome chefs and we talk about how we can incorporate wellness and eat healthy in the workplace. Got you. And then we're talking about wellness and purposeful communication. How does this differ or how does this tie into the normal standardized public relation communication? Well, I mean, mental well-being is, has always been so important, but there's so much more of a push for it right now. And there's such an awareness of making sure that people have, are healthy mentally, and then also have access to locations and people and, you know, brands like us that can help. So communicating with purpose 
I think is not only effective, but can also get you to your end point faster. You know what you want, you know how to say it, and you say it with kindness. Gotcha. And in the last decade, I mean, we've seen a bigger push into wellness, especially through the pandemic and people were really concerned about their health and well-being. But how can companies implement that in their internal comms planning? Because I'm pretty sure companies are slowly starting to figure out that maybe employees' wellness is pretty important to productivity. Absolutely. And especially with a lot of companies that have not gone back into the office, they still have their employees working remotely or maybe like a a half and half kind of a thing. Um, We deal directly with HR and work with them on building programs that are specific for their employees. So if we know it's an organization that is highly stressed, maybe it's a tech company, they're highly stressed, they need someone to come in and work with them on not only stress reduction, but how to communicate why they're stressed. Because a lot of times, I know for myself personally, when I'm stressed, it, it's not easy for me to get my words out. It's not easy for me to explain how I'm feeling. So having that conversation about being mindful with your own thoughts and being able to communicate that not only to the employees and associates you work with, but to your advisors. And then how can, for PR pros and social media pros, how can they implement these wellness types of strategies or tactics in their own lives? Because it's not just the PR pros communicating that, but I feel like they got to implement this as well. Absolutely. And they can do it by, as they're, you know, doing their pitches and meeting with their, you know, not only existing clients, but maybe pitching to new clients and working with that stress reduction to, I guess to say, uh, to purposely communicate what they're getting through while not adding more stress to their plate. (laughs) Right. And that's all an act of mindfulness and being aware of what really works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I mean, you talked about a little bit about work from home and everything. Has it been more of a difficult push for wellness since everybody's working for, or not everybody, but still a good majority of Americans are still working from home? Because I know it's like working from home, I can go to my home gym or something like that. And people just don't worry about it as much as maybe if you're in the office. Exactly. Uh, It's been an interesting journey. When COVID first started, you know, we had I think we had like 16 new corporate contracts coming in and they were all landing like that mid of March, 2020. So, you know, every other day we've got a phone call actually every day. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You got to put you on hold, put you on hold. So that was an interesting transition time, not only for us as a company, but to figure out how to help our clients. So as we transitioned from in-person to um, virtual we got a lot more clients, which was great because people were just looking for something to give to their employees while they were working from home. Now we're in an interesting transition of doing a little mix of both. So what I'm seeing is we are putting more events together because the companies that are back in or want to host events in person, maybe on like a certain day during of the week, just to get camaraderie amongst the employees. That's where we're coming in. And it's been, uh, it's been fun. I mean, we have, we're like a 50, 50 mix right now. Nice. And then with that, I mean, well-being it is doing the, like the in-person events, helping with the wellness of, I mean, mental illness, yes. being alone and everything like that. Cause I mean, it seems like there's a trend in America right now where a lot of people just feel lonely. Absolutely. It's so amazing to see just the looks on people's faces as we are in person. Cause you can just see this like, <sighs> like they just a sense of relief. 
and they're excited to see their coworkers, they're excited to see their clients, whatever it be. Uh, we try to create a very safe place where people know they can reach out to me directly. We work with a lot of organizations and, um, and doctors as well. So if there's an individual or, or maybe a group of people that need specific help, I always have places where we can um, send them to or, you know, organizations to call to even get, you know, more help if they are, you know, people are dealing with PTSD right now just from COVID. We uh, recently did an event a few weeks ago uh, for Sony and uh, it was out in LA and it was, we had about a hundred people and it was so neat to see so many people out and about who hadn't seen each other, especially they're in LA. So LA still is a little more shut down than where we're at here in Orange County. But it was, it was amazing to see all their faces and everybody's chit-chatting and they're hugging and they're excited and eating healthy food. And just, we honestly, we couldn't even at when the time the event was supposed to leave, people weren't even leaving. <laughs> they were having too much fun. Well, I mean, that's a successful event. If they don't want to leave, it's when they leave early, you're like, oh, okay, what did I do wrong? <laughs> that's when I know I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then how can PR pros persuade wellness as a good aspect for the company? Cause I mean, I know some, not, not a lot of executives, but I'm pretty sure a lot of executives are like, okay, especially with inflation going on, do we need to spend money on this is always like on top of mind because they have to look at their bottom line Absolutely. and everything. Absolutely. And I think just as a PR pro, having a conversation with their team about what exactly is needed and how, how their team is feeling, you know, where are they comfortable? Where are they not comfortable? Cause everyone's comfort zones right now. I mean, they're really all over the place. And, you know, my belief system might not be the same as yours. So it's just really about being mindful and respecting, you know, where, where someone's at. Yeah. I mean, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it did. It's just, it's, it's one of those things where, I mean, everybody's in a different spot and you have to, I guess for even your events, you have to figure out how to get as many people to come as you want within respect to their own wishes, <laughs> but you can't unfortunately please everybody. Exactly. And so right now when we do events, we always have a very large outdoor space. So if someone were, you know, wanting to go indoors, they can, it's that opportunity, but we have the large outdoor space to help people feel more comfortable. You know, and the amount of masks and um, antibacterial and alcohol wipes, we got a lot of them. They're all around making sure people feel <laughs> germ-free. That's fair. And then Let's say a communication pro is trying to implement it for the first time. What are some good tips to start this wellness journey for the company if they don't really have any like that or if it's been kind of laxed? You know, the simplest way is to put out a survey. We have a few surveys that we put together according to the organization type and they're simple. They're like five to seven questions. And that gives us an idea of what the employees are looking for. Maybe they you know, work in more of a sedentary job. So they just want to get up and move because they're eight to five behind their desk at home. And they're not maybe finding that time to hit the gym or go outside for a walk. So we provide actually to in an hour and a half, we're teaching a level one, two yoga class for a tech company that um, it's, it's a global company, but we teach for about 40 of their offices within the nation. And it's easy. We hop on 30 minutes. It's recorded. And so if someone can't watch it at that 12 o'clock time, not a problem because they can roll it in and watch it any other time they'd like. And we found that that is really key, especially with um, satellite offices. And so it's, it's just that conversation that are you, is it because sedentary or are you guys more active? Are you in the office? Would you like something where 
people are coming and teaching you how to make uh, healthy lunches and meal prep and do it in a cost-effective way, which is right now key because everybody, most people that we work with think, well, if I don't shop at Whole Foods, I'm not healthy. And that's not true. You can shop any grocery store and there's just a good way of, of doing it, you know, and, and trying to figure out what brands are the brands to buy. You know, you're healthy and you're always safe with those brands. So we teach a lot of classes talking about that and also about immunity because people are worried about keeping their immunity up right now. And so we have foods for immunity, what to eat, you know, we, we can discuss supplements, that type of thing and do it all in a cost effective realm. Using like maybe like Google health or Apple health with like walking and stuff and having maybe a contest for those that are competitive. Could that help as well with the getting out and like moving? Because I mean, I think the biggest part right now in this society is that we're always sitting somewhere. Yes. Yes. And that is it. And you know, it's, uh, we'll do little competitions like that. And we, we build them into a team building kind of event that will last over, you know, a few weeks or a month or whatever. And yes, it works great. People, you know, everyone kind of has a little bit of a competitive streak in them. So if they know that, that, you know, they're competing or going to have an incentive, you know, maybe it's a gift card, maybe it's an extra PTO day, whatever it be. Uh, we can get really creative with that. But the movement is key. We often, on my days that I know I'm, I'm not, I'm just behind the desk. I have to set an alarm on my phone and I just know every 30 minutes the alarm goes off and I pop up, I pop up, I walk around the house, I go grab a glass of water, whatever it be, but just something. So I know I'm not just completely sitting for eight hours sedentary. Or dogs really do help with that. Dogs are great. Um, I work from home and um, I do have a six-year-old. So, I mean, they are helpful as well. <laughs> It's summertime, so of course he's home. But um, you know, it helps. <laughs> got to get up, got to get him lunch, that type of stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, dogs and kids are probably some of the better ways of getting up because dogs will whine if they need something, and kids will. I mean, they need stuff as well. So it's one of those things oh, where, yeah. even if you're single or if you don't have kids, an animal can actually help with that as well, right? Oh, and emotional well-being. Animals are so wonderful for emotional well-being. You know what I like to do? We have we have a small house. And so I normally start from one particular area where I'm sitting right now. But then, you know, once like noon hits, I take my computer and I go onto our patio. And I feel like, okay, I'm going to get a little bit of vitamin D. I'm going to, you know, at least change my scenery and enjoy. Gotcha. And then what do you think is the future of PR when it includes wellness communication? Is it going to be more of these like almost like check-in or wellness events? Is it going to be more of these remote like exercise things is it going to be any any specific thing that i may actually be missing what's going to be the future of this no i love that <clears throat> i love that question because um i've we've been our team has really been discussing this so we had for for years we had a events division that we did community wellness events and they were more focused about around female wellness we had um different types of like a version of a ted talk called talks with purpose and then we had a entrepreneur female group and they were great. And we always sold out. I, but what I noticed is as soon as COVID hit, obviously all of our events stopped and then people have been asking, are you going to bring them back? And when I start then flipping, well, if I bring them back, will you be attending? Most people are saying now that events aren't necessarily what they want to attend. They want to attend experiences. So if we, and that's what we've been doing on the corporate side, we've been creating these different experiences to be more interactive than the standard event with like the microphone and the PowerPoint and the conversation, you know, trying to do something that's not only interactive, but they leave 
with an experience that they enjoy. So I do think that events are changing. We work with a lot of nonprofits. Uh, we have a division of our company that we create products. We call products with purpose and we partner with charities and put positive sayings. Like right now we're doing hats because it's summertime. So we'll have positive saying, and then a portion of those proceeds will go back to the charity. And I've been talking with a lot of these charities as we're building the hats, you know, creating the hats for them. And they're even asking, what do you recommend for our galas? You know, should we be doing a standard gala anymore? And across the board, my answer is no, because they're a, most of them are saying they're not getting the tickets sold and B they're coming back and saying, you know, everyone wants something different now. I think being stuck at home for two years really made people realize that we don't need to go and have the same, you know, rubber chicken dinner kind of a thing. Like we want to do things that are fun and we'll like, you know, you'll remember for a lifetime. Yeah. And I mean, cost of travel, especially if you do events can be, is even more expensive now. So people are really rethinking and canceled flights. Cause I recently went on vacation and one of our flights actually got canceled in air for oh. connecting. So even that can oh, be a nightmare. Terrible. Yeah. Well, and think about it too. Just even if, okay, I live in Orange County and say, I'm going to go to LA for an event at $6 plus a gallon of gas. I have to think about that driving up. I mean, that's adding an extra amount on top of what my ticket price is. If I have to get a babysitter or, you know, a dog sitter, whatever it be, that's a lot of costs now. Yeah. And then, I mean, even going on from that for the future of it, what can like smaller like companies and maybe one man team PR people do to do an experience? Cause I know like the big budget ones can really drive home the experience, but how can you do like little small experiences? Cause that's the other part of the equation is how can you do it on a budget for a lot of these companies too? Cause they care. Absolutely. Well, there's a few things. Um, insurance companies offer wellness dollars and it depends on how many people are on your insurance program. But a lot of companies don't realize that they have these free dollars. And if you don't utilize them within a year period, they go away. So speak to your insurance company, find out what those wellness dollars are. And right there, you're saving money because you're using the, uh, the insurance company's money to create an event. We are one of my number one core values have always been to be cost effective and bring wellness at a cost effective rate. So I can have a small company call and say, you know, we'd like to do this. We only have this budget and we'll figure out how to make it work. We always do. And maybe that's virtual because virtual is a little less expensive than in person or say it's like some type of a team building and we're doing like a, a virtual chef uh, instead of say, instead of, you know, saying, okay, for the company to provide gift certificates so everyone can buy their food, then we just work out the menu accordingly to make it with things that are pretty much in everyone's staples that are in everyone's household. And we do it from there. We just get creative, which is the fun part. And it's very mindful. Words to live by. Just get creative about it. Don't get too creative. And it's a write off too. Yeah. And don't that's, get. That's another thing. If you aren't using your wellness dollars, the company can you know utilize wellness as a write off. So it saves them money and they can get creative at the same time. Hey, best of both worlds to me. <laughs> hey, I'm a small business. I get it. I have to yeah. cut corners left and right. I know. <laughs> True. And then hats with purpose. What was the mission behind this project and why was it so important to you and your organization? Okay. Well, I have one right here. So we did this one for uh, Semper Fi. 
uh, they were back in, they had their first golf uh, tournament in June. And so we had said, well, let's come up with something fun. And it's called Back in the Swing of Things. And then we were able, we wrote them a nice size check back. Um, what our idea was, uh, I mean, it's kind of a funny little story. So we were all in Sonoma over New Year's. And we were, I had said in like my typical fashion, when we were all saying our New Year's resolutions, I said, instead of resolutions, let's all say something positive that will be our like positive slogan for 2023. We're coming out of a pandemic. Let's really come up with something. So all the friends were saying things, several of these friends I also work with. And one had said, um, my, my positive is be po uh, stay positive, test negative. And so we all start laughing and a girlfriend goes, that'd make a great hat. Like, that would be a great hat. So we came back and I, I just started like noodling on it and was saying, wait a second, hats with purpose. This is kind of fun. Everyone around town wears hats. Let's come up with a fun little idea. So I made a hat that says stay positive. And we made two different versions and we started pitching it out and companies came back and they're like, we love this. So we've done a few now. We technically launched in April. And we've worked with three different charities, and then we've created several different hats for different corporations that they're giving out to their employees. So uh, that's really where the idea came from, just some wine drinking and positive conversation. <laughs> hey, like you said, get creative. Sometimes the best idea is to yeah. have a bottle of wine. I mean, you said get creative. I mean, creativity isn't like a specific point. It basically is you can be creative anywhere you are, just be around things you love and people that you love at the same time. A lot of times. Absolutely. And we actually, we, it's caught, there's no cost whatsoever to the charity. We will either help them find a sponsor that will completely sponsor the hats for them, or we will come in and sponsor the hats, sell them on our website and then give a portion of the proceeds back to the charity. So it's just, it's a, it's a win-win all the way around. What nonprofits are currently involved in and has the impact for your work in wellness. So, I mean, are there nonprofits that you can work with for, for your business to do this wellness as well? I mean, yes, obviously your company, but maybe there are other ones that can help, or is it just that maybe that, I mean, you can help out nonprofits, like you said, with the hats for a purpose at the same time. So like, is there a way to do this where it's like a good thing for the community and maybe a good thing for your business too? Absolutely. Cause marketing, right? <laughs> um, we, uh, I sit on several boards. So the boards that I do sit on, I tend to end up teaching wellness classes either for say the board. Uh, I, I sit on, um, the advisory board for the, uh, for Laverne university. And so I have done classes for their board members and we put together like a team building wellness course of sorts for them. Uh, I work with a lot of uh, different charities that I just sit on the board for. So they'll ask me to come in and, you know, talk to their, you know, talk to their group. One being crime survivors that's here. They're in Tustin in Orange County. And uh, I have come in and spoke to a few hundred of their uh, members to just chat about wellness and mindfulness and how they're working with their social workers. We need to make sure that they're treating themselves healthy and kind. They're hearing a lot of stuff on a daily basis um, and going through a lot of issues. So working with other people. So, I mean, as you can imagine, so that has been, um, really rewarding and very, um, it's been fun. And I've been able to learn a lot about different organizations with hats with purpose. We have worked, like I mentioned with Semper Fi, um, Orangewood, 
We're doing a few, uh, we're doing hats right now for Sony and the give back is gonna be to one of the film, the smaller film schools so that we can help uh, maybe create some grants for underprivileged kids who would like to go to film school. Uh, the list kind of goes on and on. We, I could, I could talk about charities nonstop. I love working with organizations and I mean, I've been, I've been at a few golf tournaments recently, just sitting behind a table, selling hats, trying to raise extra money for the organization. We've been doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then fun question for you. If you could write a book about anything, what would you write? Oh, being happy. I just, I be happy and writing about what, how, how to make, just how to be happy yourself to make, create happiness throughout the, the community, bring it to your family, bring it to your friends. I think that's the most important thing. So happy and joyful. I mean, joyful is a bit more of a. Yeah, absolutely. Happy has always been my favorite word for some reason. I've just always loved it. And so it's just that conversation of, you know, how to make yourself happy. You know, there's several books out of, out, you know, the happiness project, the list goes on and on, but yeah, I would write something about happiness and joyful. I love that. Nice. And any final thoughts for listeners? No, this was great. I mean, anything we can ever help with or create, uh, we'll, we'll come up, we could come up with a positive uh, saying from you, Brett, and create some hats, promote your PR 360. <laughs> Staying happy while like working. <laughs> well, I mean, one of our guests said it's, it's PR, not ER. I mean, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good thing. That's a great saying. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. That was probably one of the best sayings I've ever heard is it's PR, not ER, because we always think that and our work is important, but it's not, we're not saving lives like doctors or nurses or anything like that, but we do have important work. You do. It's very important work. <laughs> I love that. It's PR, not ER. <laughs> No, I think this was a great conversation. I appreciate you having me and chit-chatting and I hope I was able to answer your questions. Yes, yes. It, it was very illuminating, I guess is the best way of saying it, just hearing about wellness communication because we don't hear about that really at all. Most of the communication and strategies are really about the bottom line for companies, awareness for the companies, which is which is all needed. But I mean, this is needed to, I guess for the longevity, a lot of people, because burnout does happen. Absolutely. And the mental and physical well-being of your employees is so important because you're going to get that longevity. And it brings camaraderie. It's just, it's, it's good in, in all sectors. All right. Well, I mean, that's a great way to end this episode. So thanks Kelly for joining PR 360 and sharing your knowledge about wellness. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much, Brett. And thank you for listening to PR360. As always, please subscribe to PR360 on your favorite podcasting apps. Leave a five-star review if you like this podcast. If not, let us know how we can do better for you. And join us for YouTube for all the YouTube videos as well. And join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys, stay safe. Get to understanding your wellness and wellness for your company. And remember, it's not PR. It's PR, not ER. And then see you next week. Later. <laughs>